0: Beautiful people, welcome to her journey to self podcast. My name is Tamara, and I am your host. Welcome to season two. It is a new year, we have a new president. <laughs> I'm actually recording this the day after the inauguration, and I just have to say, politics aside, yesterday was a historic day. I have an 11 month old daughter, and She will grow up in a world knowing that a woman, a black woman, a woman of color, can be the vice president of the United States. This is her reality and I am so excited about that. But in addition to that, (laughs) I also need to shout out First Lady Michelle Obama. When she walked through those doors, all I could say was, yes, <laughs> I just love her. I love her style. Oh my goodness, that fit was amazing. Had the internet going crazy, I knew it was gonna happen. <laughs> and my sister and I were texting, and she was like, as soon as the Obamas entered the building, swag entered the building. <laughs> and I was just like, yes, it sure did. Uh, it was so amazing um, seeing them, but. I want to know how you all are doing how are you feeling we are what three weeks into the new year and it has been an eventful three weeks to say the least (laughs) so if you are watching on youtube at tamara j morris leave your comments down below or head on over to instagram at her journey to self and let's chat it up over there as well so On New Year's Eve, I posted kind of like this farewell letter to 2020, and I mentioned that although there's a lot of exciting energy around the new year, like always, but especially for this year, when the clock strikes midnight, it's not much, if anything, is really going to change, but I always like to lean on hope, so that is what this episode is all about. But before we jump into the episode, a few more updates, some personal updates. (laughs) So uh, Selah, my daughter, is officially walking. I have a walker, (laughs) y'all. So when she was around, I want to say maybe like eight, nine months, she really started to, you know, hang on to the couch or the table or our hands and, you know, walk around. She was doing that really well. And then eventually, you know, she would stand up and take like three steps and then fall down, take three steps and fall down. Very cautious steps. (laughs) But the other day on the 15th, actually MLK's birthday and two days before she turned 11 months, (laughs) she stood up. She was like playing with my niece, who's about four months older than her. And she started to walk towards her. her. So she took like her three steps and I was just like, okay. But then she kept going. I was like, oh my gosh, let me me pick up my phone. I started recording and I was like, okay, this is it. This is her official, like I'm walking day. And that's so interesting because before I became a mother, you know, you always hear a mom saying, oh, my child walked on this date and they said their first word on this date it's really not as simple as that because like I said before she was like kind of taking like a few steps and then she would fall and I'm like okay well what day do we actually say okay this is the day she actually started walking or when they start speaking you know like saying mama and dada they just start saying that but I don't think you should count it until they actually acknowledge that you are mama and dada I don't know interest (laughs) me The things you learn when you become a mother. <laughs> so today's episode is 21 affirmations for 2021. If you do watch YouTube, then you know that I did a video, um, I think last week, where I discussed 20 lessons that were learned in 2020. So the first affirmation is, I will remember the lessons learned in 2020 and I will not take them for granted. We all learned so much, hopefully, (laughs) last year. And I think it's really important that we don't forget the wisdom that we gained. Also, I think it's important that we implement the lessons that we have learned. So often in life, we can ride this wave of momentum, especially at the beginning of the year. I'm so happy that I decided to uh, come back with season two right now, you know, when this podcast goes live, it's the 22nd. And we have all heard before that it takes 21 days to break a habit or form a new habit. So how is that going for you? Did you set any resolutions? Did you try to change some negative behavior, implement some positive behavior? And I didn't even plan to do this, but I'm so happy that I did. (laughs) Because, you know, there's, you know, a lot being thrown at you January 1st. You know, people are getting gym memberships maybe or, (laughs) you know, uh, online fitness class memberships and stuff like that. But I'm glad that I'm coming, I guess, kind of in like the middle, towards the end of the month to really reignite that passion because a lot of times it's this third week. People are just like, "Uh, okay, I can't do it, you know. <laughs> but you can do it. You can do it. And you can start anywhere. You can start at any time. Listen, I am preaching to the choir, okay? <laughs> but tell ourselves. We can start any time. So again, number one, I will remember the lessons learned in 2020 and I will not take them for granted. Number two, I will prioritize myself. This is something I've always believed in. And as a mother, I still believe in this. We've always heard that, you know, moms put themselves last and they always have to take care of everybody else first. I never prescribed to that. Now, I completely understand where that comes from because being a mother takes a lot out of you. It is a lot of emotional and physical and mental energy, you know, Um, but I've always had this mindset that you cannot pour out of an empty cup. So you need to fill yourself up first so that you are able to pour in to your children. Just like on the airplane, they say you put the oxygen mask on yourself first. So that's important. But I specifically want to speak to those who suffer with depression or anxiety or high stress because that is something that I have experienced for a good chunk of my life, and when you are in that really low state, that's when you stop prioritizing yourself, and it's not that you do it on purpose, it's just you're in this mood of you don't want to do anything, you feel like almost anything is pointless, and you just want to maybe just lay in your bed or laying the couch, you kind of just want to numb yourself and that makes it worse. So let's not forget to take care of ourselves and let's be intentional about doing so. Number three, I will no longer let fear dictate my life. This is a huge one for me. If you are new to the podcast, you know, go back and listen to season one, but I speak on fear a lot because it is something that I have struggled with Probably my entire life. Fear is so powerful. Fear can stop you, but a lot of times fear is a lie, okay? <laughs> this podcast is evidence that I am looking fear in the face and saying no more. Four, I will not ignore my passions, purpose, and I think it becomes really easy for us to do this because of life, (laughs) you know, reality sets in. we have a lot of adult responsibilities. But I do believe that your purpose, your passions, your calling makes room for you. Go after what you desire. Go after what you are called to do. Put in that work. Never stop going after it. If it is for you, it is for you. And I think we also need to be open to the interpretation of our calling because sometimes we have this one-track mindset of this is what I'm called to do and this is what it's supposed to look like. And oftentimes, it's not exactly as we pictured. (laughs) So just be open to what your calling is. Five, I will put all of my gifts to use. Man, this hit me like a ton of bricks the end of the year because a uh, former music director unfortunately passed from COVID at the end of the year. And uh, my heart was just so grieved. One, because he was, you know, this amazing man, an amazing man of God, an amazing musician. I was part of a dance company for just a short time in Savannah, Georgia, before I moved to New York. And he was the musical director. And I don't even know how he found out that I could sing. Long story short, um, (laughs) I've been like, you know, singing and, you know, performing since I was a little girl, but I've always had singer's anxiety. Now, I was a part of chorus and you know I've done musicals in college and things like that but I've never been as confident in my voice now when it comes to acting I'm all in but singing I'm always like "Uh," really timid and um maybe he asked me if I sang because he knew that I was in grad school I just finished grad school for performing arts and um he really wanted me to sing this song (laughs) there was like this music festival thing, outdoor thing. And um, I did not want to do it, but, you know, he convinced me to do it and I was terrified, but I did it. (laughs) And I think he was also the one that got me to do this musical before I left Savannah. So I ended up doing the musical (laughs) and I was still terrified. Um, I had like two solos and after one performance, Another guy randomly comes up to me and he's like, Oh, I do like these concerts in the park. I'm looking for new artists. I really love your voice. And I was just like, uh, I don't really have a completed song. I've been writing songs since I was younger, but I've never like actually completed a song where I would be like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna go and sing this. <laughs> and then I've mentioned this before on the podcast, I always feel like people are lying to me, like oh no, my voice sucks, he doesn't really feel this way. Why would this man come up to me and ask me to sing for his event if he didn't like my voice? (laughs) But anyway, all of that to say, I really started to pray to God and say, help me to use all of my gifts. If you intend for me to use this in some sort of way, Help me to let go of this fear and this anxiety because I do not want to be wasteful with my gifts at all. So use your gifts. Six, I will prioritize my health, mind, body, and spirit. I always mention this. It is so important that we think about our health as a totality, mind, body, and spirit. If one is off, We are not reaching for wholeness. Seven, I am committed to releasing the spirit of rebellion. It is so easy to start rebelling against all of the things that we hope for (laughs) because we don't want to go through another bout of disappointment. So it's just like, uh, what's the point? I'm not going to do that. No, 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 no. I know it's hard. I know it's difficult. I know it can be frustrating. Trust me, I get all of that but we are doing ourselves a disservice. So let's leave that spirit of rebellion in 2020. Eight, I am committed to the process of healing. Healing ain't easy, healing ain't pretty. But if you really want transformation, then you have to be committed to the process. Nine, I will not allow a false sense of humility to stop me from going after my dreams. I struggle with this hard. I think it's because I've always been so in tune with my purpose and sometimes it can feel wrong to want to achieve success in my purpose, which sounds crazy, like it doesn't make sense. But I think sometimes when your purpose has to do with empowering and inspiring, encouraging, uplifting, educating, (laughs) It can feel sometimes wrong to want to reach a certain level of success, especially financial success. It kind of feels like you're using people, you know, to reach this, and that's not true. I know it's not true, but it is hard to like shift my mindset into that thinking. <laughs> now I do think that there is a fine line that sometimes people do cross where they lose the sight of what their true passion is because they have fallen in love with the success that they have garnered. From their passion or their purpose. Just always remember who you are and what you're doing it for. 10. I will seek God in all things that I do. For me it's really important to seek alignment. I don't want to be out of alignment. I want to make sure that I am on the path that I am called to be on and for me that comes from God. So I have to be diligent about seeking him and listening for him, making sure that my mind is not cluttered with too many other things. I want to make sure that I am seeing and hearing him clearly. 11, I will take a break when it is needed. How many people learned that lesson last year? <laughs> Listen, our minds, our bodies, we need breaks, okay? We need to go into our quiet place and just sit and reevaluate and decompress. That is so important, literally and figuratively. 12, I will no longer be held prisoner by my negative thoughts. We can shift our thinking. It doesn't mean that one day we will never have any negative thoughts. I don't think that that is possible. That's just a part of being a human, but we can always shift our perspective. Thirteen, I am worthy of success. This relates to the false humility. Just because you are serving others doesn't mean that you shouldn't want success. God wants us to have an abundant life and that can be interpreted in so many different ways. S- success is defined in so many different ways depending on the person. But don't feel bad because success is something that you want. Fourteen, I am a worthy of love if you have made a lot of mistakes or if you have experienced a lot of disappointment sometimes you can start to feel that you are unworthy of receiving love and that is not true love is the most powerful thing that we can ever experience we all deserve to receive it and to give it and to see it don't count yourself out 15 i will let go of any relationship that is toxic or has served its time i saw this amazing post on facebook the other day and it basically summed up the exact thing that i've been telling people for so long a woman was basically um Just recounting, you know, a conversation that she had with loved ones because her and her partner had broken up. And people kept asking her, well, why did y'all break up? He was such a good guy. And she basically let everyone know, you don't have to end a relationship only when something goes horribly wrong. Sometimes you just realize that you aren't the people for each other. And I think that is the best decision that you can make get out of the relationship before it goes south she says yes he's a great guy he's just not the guy for her sometimes the timing is just off you guys are on two totally different paths can you circle back to each other one day possibly but don't stay in a relationship just because you have a good guy <sighs> especially as a woman, we get fed that lie so much. It's like this, this fear, like, oh, if you let him go, you ain't never gonna get another one. Okay, calm down. <laughs> uh, I wish I had that mindset back when I was 18, when I should have left a relationship, you know, on good terms, where we were still great friends instead of prolonging it and then it ended up being this very traumatic breakup (laughs) and we could have prevented that had I just listened to my gut and said you know what I think our time has come we need to move on and that even relates to non-romantic relationships sometimes you just grow apart from each other and that is okay Sixteen, I will nurture my relationships. So those relationships that you are supposed to hold on, don't take them for granted, okay? Make sure that you are checking in with each other. I know that we all have those friends where we can go like a month without talking. You pick up the phone, it's like, we haven't skipped a beat, that's amazing. But make sure we're not taking that for granted. You know, Um, a lot of times... As individuals, we suffer in silence because we don't want to put our burdens on someone else. That's completely understandable. So make sure that you are checking in on your friends, on your loved ones, just sending that quick message. Also, when you have that inkling to send that message or pick up the phone, do it, do it it because you never know if that one thing could change somebody's day for the better or save someone's life seriously nurture your relationships 17 i will cherish each moment let's live in a moment y'all you know the biggest lesson last year was time isn't promised we don't know when our time is up so let's take in these moments we don't want to Wake up one day and realize we have spent our lives living in the past or living in this hopeful future. We have time right now. 18, I will honor the living. Another huge lesson that we learned last year. Ah, oh, There was so much loss and there were so many things that were left unsaid. It's so common for us to celebrate the life, the accomplishments of those who have gone on, who have passed. But what if we celebrate them right now? Let's celebrate each other. Let's honor each other. 19, I will be obedient to the nudging of the spirit. Again, along the same lines of getting like that inkling to say something to someone or to start a certain project, you know? I believe that that is God telling us where to go, what to do. If we are, you know, constantly praying and asking for direction and then we ignore that, we are getting in the way of our own answered prayer. (laughs) So don't ignore it. 20. I will receive change even when it's uncomfortable. Uh, who likes change? I mean, I guess there's some change that we like, you know, the change that we hope for. But it's the unknown and the seemingly unfair that we just don't like. But sometimes there is change that needs to occur for our benefit. We may not understand it in this moment, but it is something that needs to happen. And number 21, I will love myself through it all. Uh, this is so... Huge, because oftentimes when we're on this journey of transformation and and growth and change, we fall short, we fall down, we make mistakes, and we can get lost in that disappointment. We can start to beat ourselves up. But we don't need to do all of that. No, no, no. It is okay. It's okay to fall down. It's okay to make mistakes. That's all a part of the learning process. Love yourself through it because it is going to be hard. It is going to get difficult. But one day you are going to look back and be so proud of the person that you have become. It is so worth it. So those are 21 affirmations for 2021. Let's go after this year, y'all. Let's continue to stretch ourselves. If we made it to 2021, we have made it here for a reason. Our time is now. So thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I pray that you all have been encouraged. Again, hang out with us on Instagram at her journey to self. Leave all of your comments down below. If you are watching on YouTube at Tamara J. Morris, don't forget to leave your review on Apple Podcasts so we continue to grow. And you know what we like to say over here that your testimony is not for yourself; it is for the world. Until next time, peace, love, and light. <laughs>